Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Warden's Wisdom. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how focusing on our way of being can help us during COVID. I know COVID has been going on for quite some time now, probably a lot longer than any of us had originally anticipated. Uh, with that being said, it's bringing forth a lot of challenges, and a lot of these challenges are internal challenges that we are facing. So I think if we just take a different approach, uh, then perhaps we could ease a little bit of some of our stress, ease a little bit of our anxiety, and help us put the right foot forward in trying to become a better version of ourselves. So that's what the focus will be on today. Uh, before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsors, and then we will have an ad-free experience. It's COVID-19 continues to be the unforeseen thorn in our side during this new year, we've probably found ourselves going down one of a few paths at any given time, not only just within this year, but the past couple of years, considering the duration of which COVID has been happening. You can think about the first path, uh, you know, path number one. We're feeling pretty good about ourselves, where we're choosing to get into some healthy and helpful routines and we're feeling more connected with our loved ones, all based on the choices that we are making on a day-in and day-out basis. Path number two is that opposite. We're not really feeling so great about ourselves. We're really getting into old or bad habits, and they're only multiplying the negative effects uh, because of the fact that we're engaging in them consistently. So we really are finding ourselves in quite a bit of a rut, really trying to find some positive momentum, but based on what we're doing, we, we can't find it uh, just due to the fact of the matter is that we're not engaging in the proper decisions and going about our lives the right way in order to create that positive momentum that we're looking for. Now there's also path number three. Path number three is being caught between path one and path two. As one day we're feeling like the hero version of ourselves where we're able to accomplish what we set out to do. And then other days, we barely muster enough energy to get out of bed. And perhaps we didn't even make it out of bed that day. However, there's a way that we can try to navigate these paths a little bit better than we currently are and be sure that we're traveling down the right path more frequently. And the way that we could try to do this is with our approach. And what I mean by that is we must try to focus on being more than doing. So let me start by clarifying what I mean in that last statement of we must focus on being more than doing. What do I mean by that? Focusing on being is really taking a more mindful approach with how we're engaging in what we're doing. Are we fully present in our activities, mentally and physically? Are we worried about the outcomes of our actions? Are we preoccupied by other tasks that we still have to do or that we've already failed to do? A lot of these thoughts occur when we focus too much on what it is that we're doing versus the manner in which we are doing them. When we become more outcome-driven, we tend to attach our positive emotion with that outcome, meaning the only time we ever really experience any joy or really experience any happiness is when we fulfill what it is that we wanted to fulfill. And that's the only time that we get that positive emotion release. So when we start acting in ways that aren't aligned with that outcome, negative emotion is released. And I don't really like to use the phrase negative emotion, so I'll, I'll use challenging emotion. So 
you know, when we start to feel anxious or depressed or sad or disappointed or frustrated, those are challenging emotions that are really giving us that feedback that our actions are not in alignment with what it is that we're trying to set out to do. We often engage in some negative self-talk saying, I should have done this, or I should have done this when I had time to do it. Instead, we may have just procrastinated. And those are some of the decisions that I was mentioning as far as what can we do to ensure that our way of being is in alignment with what it is that we want to do. And, and not only that, but more importantly, like who is the person that we want to be, right? Because if we can really focus on the person that we want to be, then a lot of what we face as far as challenges will become a little bit more clear. And the part that'll become more clear is what decision is it that we need to make? Because we, we have so many decisions to make each and every single day that oftentimes we take the easy path, we take the easy road, and those are when we can kind of fall into some of those bad habits. So for example, if you know a, an easy one just to kind of connect with everybody about is, is nutrition, right? And with with covid being rampant right it, it makes it makes the especially at the beginning of, of covid it really made going out and getting food much more challenging and you you didn't want to take the time to buy the right foods or necessarily take the time to really get everything that you wanted to get to make sure that you're eating in a healthy way just because of the fact that you wanted to spend as little time as possible out and about amidst the pandemic and, and I feel like that that's still prevalent today where you know a lot of times we just do we just try to focus on getting stuff done quickly just so that it's done and that's where the mindfulness piece comes into play not that you need to be walking slowly or you know focusing on one bit of information or one one bit of grocery shopping at a time although that can be very helpful it's more about taking that approach of, of having an intention and, and being mindful with the intention of, I am going to get healthy groceries and that's what I'm going to do because it aligns with who I want to be. I want to be a healthy person. And when, we, when we're going down those paths two and three, you know, especially three where you have that fluctuation, that can be extremely challenging just because you know that you, there's a better version of yourself inside of you you know that you want to be better than what you're currently showing and you want to be better than what your current status is. And the only way that we can do that is making decisions that are in alignment with who it is that we want to be. So it's really important to be clear on that, whether whether it is nutrition or whether it is more along the lines of productivity or focus or relationships, whatever it is that you're trying to do to be a better version of you, you need to make the right decisions that correlate with that. So looking at, you know, the relationship lens, right? It's very easy right now, especially because people aren't really going places as frequently as they may have once did. Um, you know, and again, looking back at the more at the beginning of the pandemic, we were essentially all quarantining, right? And with that, it's very easy to get trapped in social media. It's very easy to get trapped in our phones. It's very easily, very easy to get trapped in technology trapped in Netflix because it's just easy. It's just right there. It's it's something that with one click of a button, with one tap of a phone screen, with one swipe of the phone screen or one click of of a play button, we have 
endless amounts of mind-numbing entertainment. Now, does that necessarily support our best self? In my opinion, no. And, <clears throat> and the more that we're, we're engulfed in this technology, whether it's our phones or whether it's, whether it's the shows that we're watching, the more that we lose out on those connections and the more that we lose out on those relationships that we have within our homes and outside of our homes for that matter. I mean, sure, you can, you can text and call and you can FaceTime, but you know, nothing, nothing replaces that intimate person to person connection, uh, especially in the home, you know, and I, and I think that the more that we as people just stay attached to these tech, these pieces of technology, the more, disconnected we actually often feel with people especially with with the people in our own home and if we're trying to be a better version of ourselves if we're trying to be a stronger uh, person in our relationship or at least you know demonstrate the qualities of which the we feel that the other person wants from us you know, we, we need to take those times to, to put the phone down and really truly connect and really have those intimate conversations of, of active listening and being able to genuinely understand others' points of view and really be empathetic, you know, in that way of trying to understand their perspective. Uh, but the more that we get lost in the easy, you know, the easy roots of just mind-numbing through technology, the more that we're going to miss out in those relationships and the more that we're not going to be the best person that we can be in those relationships. Now, and another reason why it's important to really focus on our way of, of being overdoing is that, you know, if we're constantly just do, 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 going down that list and just adding things as the day goes on and, you know, thinking to ourselves, well, I saw, I've, I, finish this and this I still have time to do this and this or maybe even add a few tasks for constantly moving for constantly doing things all day every day whatever those things might be we're never really gonna be able to fully rest and recover because we'll always just be in such an elevated state of stress feeling like that things need to be getting done at every beck and call at every waking moment and to me, that's not really the, the best way of fulfilling who it is that we can be because there are times that we do need to rest. I mean, there are times that we need to be pushing the envelope too, you know, but at, at the end of the day, it's important that we also try to get some rest in between. It should be more so in the, in the active recovery rather than that passive recovery because that passive recovery isn't always going to help us actually restore and recharge our, our internal energy that we have. Now, if we, again, look at it through that, that mindful approach or that, that way of being, right? If we want to, to be the best version of ourselves as much as we can, as often as we can, we need to be mindful with what we're doing as far as our recovery process. You know, something, something that I've tried um, and something that, you know, has been recommended based on the learning that I've done and the teachers that I've, that I've listened to and read, read about, read, read for, um, is really just, especially with the technology piece, is making sure at least an hour, sometimes two hours, however you can manage it, 
putting phones away, trying to dim down light. That way it allows that melatonin in our body to really have its uptake and allowing us to get into a resting state and allowing us to get into a state of sleep that will be sustainable and that will allow us to get the amount of sleep that we need and getting those deep REM sleep cycles so that the next day we can actually wake up fully recovered and recharged. Whereas if we're staying on our phones, if we have our phones in bed, if we have our laptops in bed or we're watching TV in bed, that's constant blue light and our our brain actually can't differentiate uh, blue light from UV light. So essentially what that is, is that what that means is that it reacts in the same manner. So when we wake up in the morning, there's UV light coming in through our window from the sun. And that UV light activates cortisol. And cortisol is a stress hormone that allows us to wake up. That regulates our sleep-wake cycle levels of cortisol. Now, if we're activating cortisol late at night, that's not going to help sleep because we'll just, again, be not in a resting state. We'll actually be in a more active state because our body will be reacting in a way that it needs to go do something because we have that energy from the stress from that level of light that we're receiving at a time that we're not supposed to be receiving it at night. And then we have to, we feel like we have to act upon it, which is why people are very restless in bed when they're on technology. Now, bringing it back to, you know, the way of a way of being, it's, it's really important that, you know, we try to do our best to take care of these challenges because the less that we do, the more likely it is that you can kind of think of it as a metaphor where there's a proverbial monster under our bed. And I know I just was talking about sleep, but more in this metaphor action of, you know, if we continue to let these problems and if we continue to make the wrong decisions, it's just like a monster under your bed growing and growing because we continue to do less and less of what we know we're capable of. And that's when we start to really feel upset or frustrated or disappointed or depressed in ourselves because we know that there is more to us. They, we know that we can be more, right? And, and that's why we need to try to approach our to-do lists in a way that allow us to be that version of, of ourselves, you know, that is, that is needed to complete the, the to-do list. I know that lists are very important. They help us keep up, they help keep us on track. I'm not saying don't have a to-do list, don't have a checklist because that in and of itself can help serve your best version of yourself. If you're if you're constantly checking off the box of things that you're accomplishing, that's going to release that positive emotion that's going to help regulate your levels of dopamine, which is a really important neurochemical neurotransmitter that regulates our emotions and many other things in life, whether it's our um, our levels of motivation, that's another important aspect of dopamine. It actually helps regulate our, our motivation. So when we're not feeling motivated, we have depleted levels of, of dopamine. So we need that in order to keep moving forward. And so that's why it's important, again, to make sure that our to-do lists are in alignment with who we want to be. So that way we can continue to regulate that motivation, try to keep that momentum going as I was mentioning earlier rather than trying to halt the momentum because a lot of life really is momentum as far as when we're trying to become a better version of ourselves and you know in the beginning of 
this this uh, this journey of trying to be rather than trying to do 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 right trying to be our ourselves and rather than trying to do this this and this a lot of it has to do with mental override and mental override is when we make a decision rather than negotiate and contemplate with ourselves about what to do on a moment-to-moment basis now the, the negotiation and the contemplation is actually often what led us down the path number one or path um excuse me path number two um or path number three you know of like those old habits and negative emotion then that would be path two getting in those bad habits and then path three is that constant fluctuation right we don't have we don't necessarily have that set in stone like this is how it's going to be we're continuing to negotiate with ourselves and that's actually a challenge that that i've been facing you know throughout my life especially into adulthood is once i've you know started to make my own decisions on a day 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 in day out basis it's that negotiation that contemplation it really is a way to exert too much energy you know it really takes away a lot of our not only mental but physical energy you know whereas if we just make the decision to act and be a certain way and be a certain person through our decisions it takes away that mental exhaustion of contemplation and when we're making the right decisions, it often fills our bucket because we, you know, that metaphor of like filling your bucket and making sure that you're, you're doing those right things to kind of be, again, that best version of you because we've often done something or done a few things that promote our, our well-being and our self-care. You know, if we, if we can just use that mental override technique to build those good habits, you know, we'll eventually continue forward in the way that we want to. And it's definitely going to take some discipline there because, you know, whatever it is that we're making a priority in our lives, right, we need to make sure that we're, we're following through and, and that it's direct, directly connected with who we want to be. You know, a quick example um, of something that I don't do every day, but I try to do, you know, at least a few times a week if I can, is trying to take a cold shower. Now, Cold showers have tremendous benefits, and that could be, you know, another podcast in and of itself. But I'll just a quick couple quick points there is that it lowers levels of cortisol and inflammation, to to name a couple. Um, you know, but it's not easy to do. It's not easy to take a cold shower because of how uncomfortable that it initially makes us feel. So this is a way that we can actually practice mental override. You know, by even just making the decision to suck up that discomfort for 15 seconds. And then maybe next time we can try to do it for 30 seconds. And then the day after that, maybe 45. and Or at least trying to build that habit incrementally. Now, where I'm going with this, again, it's we can use that example and then take that practice of mental override into different aspects of our lives. You know, so instead of when we go to the grocery store... Instead of contemplating whether or not we want to get some processed foods, we just have the mental override to say, no, I'm going to just have, I'm just going to buy whole foods. I'm just going to buy organic or however you want to buy your groceries to support your physical health. Um, you know, a similar idea could be, you know, am I going to, am I going to use my phone today in bed? And then you just have the mental override of, nope, putting it on airplane mode, shoving it away in your drawer, or perhaps maybe not even having it in the bedroom at all. That would be another example of just that mental override instead of waffling back and forth of should I do this, should I do that, just do it, right? 
and it's not easy, um, you know, but sometimes we really just need to put our foot down and decide that we're going to be that person and be that best version of ourselves. And this also really can help us get a better understanding and it kind of takes a look into our personal value structure, but I won't get into that um, in this podcast just because that can be a whole podcast uh, in and of itself. So, uh, but you know, to try to start wrapping things up here, it's, it's really just important that we stop contemplating, we stop negotiating, and we stop trying to focus purely on outcomes, right? We just need to make that decision in our mind to be a better version of ourselves and just go for it, whatever it may be, as long as it's a positive change. No matter how difficult it is, we must remember to focus on being, right, and following through and forget about what we think it should look like because the more that we can just engage and be present with each and everything that we do, the better it is that we'll perform and eventually that outcome that we might be looking for will play itself out. And that's really an important piece of what they call getting lost or getting involved and loving the process, the process of of that step by step, right? And it's not an easy process, but it's one that is well worth our while. And it's important that we just begin, you know, one action and one step at a time. And if we can continue to put our best foot forward, eventually we'll be who we believe we can be. So thanks for tuning in, folks. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast today. I hope there were some practical takeaways for you to figure out who it is that you want to be and how you can focus on your way of being rather than always focusing on the doing uh, amidst this pandemic that we're facing. Uh, If you feel like you got some of those takeaways, uh, please feel free to share it with others that you feel like would be benefiting uh, from those takeaways. That'd be a great way to support the podcast. Another great way to support the podcast is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you can stay up to date with all of the bits of wisdom that are coming down the way. So thank you again for your attention. Hope you got something out of this today and looking forward to you tuning in next week.